Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. It is Saturday, June 27th, and we're inching towards July and the NBA comeback. Always got to mention that because I'm so excited. And I am joined, though, today by the man, the myth, the legend, the five grand takedown master from this week in KBO. So for those listening, you pick the right podcast to listen to because he is smoking hot right now. And that's Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you, Andrew? Oh, good. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, it's been a fun week in the KBO. Had that big win earlier in the week, and then Shane was on yesterday with you. We crushed it on DraftKings again, and you had that amazing call on our golf podcast yesterday, the weekend golf, where you basically predicted Dustin Johnson was going to shoot a 61. So our Crazy. weekend golf lineups are doing great, and we'll see if we can just keep it rolling here today. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I mean, I love, you know, we talked about yesterday just real briefly with golf, but, that, you know, to, those guys that barely make the cut and get to go out early and shoot for the pins, the guys like DJ or JT or, or Reed or any of the guys that can go low, man, you got to really circle them because they can make your entire lineup. So we, it's fun to get the sweat going if we can get the weather good in golf. But the good thing is the weather's great in KBO tonight. No rain forecast at all. So Love I'm it. fired up for that. I am a little bummed because they, for quite a while they were running those 1 a.m. Eastern games. So for me here in Dallas, at midnight it was prime time. You know, it was great, but they're not doing those anymore. So we're still in the middle of the night. But again, hey, that gives us an edge. Let's take the edge and run with it because not everybody is able to to flip those rosters or double check. And we, of course, are in there 30 minutes before every uh, lock in Discord to confirm lineups, if someone moved in the batting order, night off, you know, especially catchers, things like that that are a bit volatile. So we have found, you know, I think that definitely weighs into the success that we've had recently in uh, KBO, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'd love to have some more members join us and take advantage of that. Um, so we're uh, we're in there every single lineup block in the KBO when we provide our FanDuel lineup to our members and our DraftKings player pool, and we make those updates, as you mentioned. So that's what it's all about. No doubt. And you can join us by going to DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, become a member there week, month, year. You have different options. And the clock does not start on your membership until July 30th. So uh, we have been preaching all along. We're going to gut out through KBO, bring the PGA to you. And then when baseball clicks in on the 24th, then we get our main sport here at Coach Talk uh, NBA starting on the 30th. So everything goes back live on the 30th as far as memberships. So, hey, if you've been with us and you're taking advantage of, of some free time with us, uh, it's paying off. I mean, we've had a lot of members posting winning lineups, and that's what we're here for. We want to give you that special edge. Right on. Uh, yeah, I want to thank our sponsors for bringing this uh, podcast to you today. That's MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.ag for all your sports wagering and casino action. And get the exclusive offer that you can only get through uh, Coach Talk by going to our website. And that's a 50% sign-up bonus all the way up to $1,000. And they throw in a free $25 free play that you can uh, take a shot at a 
little parlay or something with uh, with any sports there. They got them all. So definitely check out mybookie.ag and then also TVG, uh, tvg.com. Uh, you want to uh, go there or to our website to sign up with TVG and use that promo code Coach Talk. That's on both the MyBookie and TVG ad. And that gets you that exclusive risk-free $300 bet. So there's some great races going on today. I don't know if anybody watched Midnight Bayou. Uh, she just crushed them today in, in the big race. And uh, I think I'm going to go here. We're going to pull this tape sometime. I think Midnight Bayou, even though she's a filly, I think she wins the Breeders' Cup Classic. I don't think they're going to run her in the distaff because she's that good. And so there you go. You got a June 27th Midnight Bayou Breeders' Cup Classic uh, future play. So let's do it. All right, let's get started, man. We've got uh, KBO today, as we say. All five games are starting 4 Eastern, 3 a.m. here in Dallas, right dead square in the middle of the night. Got to love it. <clears throat> and we've uh, we've got five good games with no weather issues whatsoever. So great stuff. First game is the Kia Tigers, 24 and 20, at the Key Womb Heroes, 29 and 18. And we're going to jump on the mybookie.ag uh, lines here. <clears throat> and we're going to find this first game. We're going to refresh it so we get it right to the second when we uh, do this podcast. And it's a real tight one here. Key is a minus 119, Kiwu minus 111. So it's really a close toss-up game. And the over-under is the lowest on the entire slate at eight and a half. And that gives me some confidence in my favorite pitcher. And you know who that is because I've been on this guy for a while. Uh, my favorite pitcher of the night in this very first game. You want to take a guess who it is in the first guess doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) it's got to be aaron brooks it is aaron brooks he he tossed uh, some shut out innings right right not aaron number zero from the houston rockets or whatever he played and uh but no aaron brooks has been steady he's got a he's three and two with a 262 but he, he threw a bunch of blanks last time out looks like he's in a groove i know kiwoon can hit they've got some sticks but i i just think brooks uh you know, is is in a groove. He's pitching well. I like his price on DraftKings. Uh, he's tied for the most expensive on FanDuel, which is a little odd. FanDuel's pricing on pitching is somewhat bizarre, but it is what it is. You can't let a couple of bucks on FanDuel switch you from the guy you like uh, if you really think he's going to be good. So I'm going to turn this game over to you because I am all about Brooks in this game, and I'll let you do the rest of the breakout. All right. Well, I do like him. I, I want to include him in our player pool on DraftKings. He's not my favorite pitcher. Lefties can get him. They're hitting 344 against him this year. So I'm a little bit concerned about the top of the order. Ha Siang Kim, the more expensive middle infielder for Kiwoom, looks to be out today, which means we may have three lefties at the top of the order. Seo, Hai Sung Kim, and then Jung Hoo Lee. And that'll be a, a real challenge for Brooks. I think that'll be the difference in the game, how he handles those three lefties. Um, Jung-Hoo Lee was two for three against him when they faced off earlier. Uh, Hai-Sung Kim did not play that day. So uh, that's the real turning point. I, I'm not going to play any righty Kiwoom bats, but uh, with the lineups where I don't play Brooks, I may get some exposure to those lefties at the top of the order. Okay. 
As for the other matchup, I think the best way to describe the Kiwoom pitcher is just that he's completely average. Three and three, 4.18 ERA, just average strikeouts. He gives up home runs. And, you know, here's another guy that you can really attack with lefties. They're hitting 341 against him this year with four home runs. So I will probably build a couple lineups with some exposure to H. Cha and Tucker. Maybe even MU if he plays. He's a little bit cheaper on DraftKings, 3,200 at first base. And then the one righty that is back in the lineup who's a little bit under the radar because he was out for a while is Sunbin Kim, number two in the order. I know, Coach, you loved playing him early in the season. Yeah. And when when Kia faced this pitcher, uh, he couldn't get Sunbin Kim out. He had a, a single, a double, and a walk. So at 4,000 on DraftKings, he's a solid value. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see that. Um, I You know, I, I'm all over the three, four hitters. And I'm sure they'll be plugged in there. They, they're lefties against this righty. I just think Tucker and Cha, uh, the two of them, lock and load, 100% plays for me. They're in every lineup. They're a little pricey, but I think they're, they're really going to – uh, prosper in this matchup. I, lo- I love both guys today. I love the fact that uh, they're going to hit uh, with with Brooks on the mound as well. Um, I, I am. I do see that you'll have some lefties for Kiwoom, but Co's okay. He doesn't have tons of pop. He has a few homers here and there, but uh, I just I don't respect Hyai Sung Kim's bat very much. So he's he's probably going to go deep at least twice. <laughs> but uh, since I'm calling him out, but you know, the only guy that I'm afraid of is Jung Ho Lee, but I have a feeling Brooks will pitch around him a little bit because you got the two park boys after him and Heo and some of those fellas, all the righties. I think he can handle those guys a little bit better. So I think if he's careful with Jung Ho, uh, I think he can do a fine job. So yeah, first game out of the shoot, I'll have three of my lock and load hundred percent guys in Brooks and then with the sticks, uh, Tucker and Chuck. Excellent. All right, game two, KT Wiz, 20 and 26 at the Hanwha Eagles, 12 and 35. And uh, obviously they're taking a beating on the lines as they are today as well. They are uh, a home dog. You get plus 175 if you bet Hanwha, uh, minus 243 if you play the KT Wiz. Have you noticed the lines, by the way, in these KBO games are really spread out? It's not like the tight lines. I mean, they get you coming and going in Vegas right. on these lines. Yeah. Man. But, uh, yeah, and it's over-under in that game is nine and a half. So you've got the largest favorite on the board by quite a bit in the KT Wiz and uh, an average over-under with nine and a half. So I guess the question is, uh, does that mean Despanier is is uh, someone that you're going to consider? Uh, I know you, you played Bell early on and then soured on him. Is he a guy to stack against? Those are the $2 million questions in this game. So what do you got? Yes and yes. I, I knew it. Yep. And I this... think you're going to finish up with a three-star slate at the end. <laughs> you know me well. You know me well. <laughs> <laughs> So this will be similar to how you're approaching Kia with the pitcher and the bats. I like Despanier here against Hanwha. Now, the problem is four of his last five outings have been subpar. 
but he's a good strikeout guy. It is Hanwha. They're yeah. historically historically bad. So uh, he's going to be in a lot of my lineups. And the bats, I'm, <clears throat> I'm really excited about these bats going against Chad Bell. Everybody hits against him. He's yeah. just not – he's just not – he just doesn't have it compared to last year when he was much better. Lefties are hitting 324, righties are hitting 320. And I looked at the splits for the KT bats facing a lefty. Rojas is far and away the best. 455 with six home runs. Uh an incredible home run rate. So he's a lock and load for me. And yeah. I like the idea of one or two more bats here or if you're going to make a really big team stack. This is probably the best uh, matchup to do it in tonight. You've got uh, Jay Bay probably in the two hole, uh, the outfielder for 3000 on DraftKings. He's batting 457 against lefties this year with a home run. Yeah. Um, HU is batting 364 against lefties. He's a nice price in the outfield, 3,500. K Park, an infielder, he's batting 296. And we got to mention Jay Huang. Uh, Shane was all over Wang. him yesterday, and he <laughs> hit a big home run. He got walked three sure times, did. had a terrific game, and you know. I finally talked him into playing Huang. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> uh, inside joke. <laughs> yeah, right. No, Shane, that was a great call by Shane. He, it was, basically, man. he predicted the breakout. There is a guy who's underperformed all year. He's been overpriced. Uh, so you know, I'll probably get him in some lineups again today and see if you know. Mm. After that big day yesterday, you know, he fits the bill here, righty going against Chad Bell. Don't chase, uh, man. Don't chase. No, not not chasing, but you know, um he's not a lock and load, but I'll I'll get him in a couple lineups when I when I build a bigger KT stack. And then we like their catcher also, S. Jang, even though he bats towards the bottom, he's hitting three thirty three against lefties as well. So uh, I like Despania and these bats here. All right, man, I'm gonna pull out the the trump card on you here and also give you the quiz and disagree at the same time wow okay take a guess and I'll, you can miss within two either way how many earned runs has despanier given up total in the last five games oh yeah i looked at the last five games so i'm gonna say 28 24 that's close but you you do not win the bet there now if you were thinking 28 in the last five games my my follow-up question is why despanier six letters h-a-n-w-h-a all right i i also want to let you know that he's walked uh 14 in the last five games his whip has gone up immensely from a 0.94 to 1.35. So my point not to call you out, but I'll just explain my build is this is one of those where, uh, you know, I posting the FanDuel lineups and and generally Andrew or Shane are, are catching DraftKings. And this is one of those scenarios where it's a no brainer to me on FanDuel. I, I don't see how you don't play it because it makes the rest of the roster uh, work. Now I didn't use any Hanwha guys on DraftKings because the pricing didn't fit just right. But I'm playing two, a little mini, three-man, four-man, uh, third guy in the order, fourth guy in the order for Hanwha, in Jin Jung and Tae Kwon Kim. And I, it's number one because I think Despanier is trending down. 
uh, and I, I think Hanwha can can uh, get some hits off of them. And they're both seven bucks on FanDuel. So I've got a three four hitter against a pitcher that I don't think is real strong, and I'm I'm uh, only spending seven bucks each on those two guys. So I love it. It makes my build work. And I think that uh, I do think they can get to Despagne. Interesting. Um, if I was going to play one Hanwha bat, it would be Yun Wan Jung. Lefty, yeah. he's been in the two hole. So that would be my suggestion. He's also been a, a very good price on FanDuel. And yeah. if, if I'm going to build a lineup without Despagne, I will get him in there. Um, I like so, him too. I, I toyed with three Hanwha guys, but... You know, you got to have a monster set, I think, beyond two with Hanwha. Yeah, really. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, I think that's a nice little edge for my side on my build. I mean, I think Despagne is going to be owned pretty well, although there's a ton of great pitchers on here. So, uh, but I don't know how many people will stack a couple of guys against them. That should be somewhat unique. So we'll see how that rolls. So a couple different ways to look at that game for sure. And certainly both can work. There's no doubt about it. All right, game three, we got LG Twins, 26 and 20, at the SK Wyverns, 14 and 32. And the updated mybookie.ag odds have LG as a 192 road favorite. And this game is tied for the highest total on the board at 10 and a half. So with that big 10 and a half number, and you've got a couple of uh, pitchers here in Lim and Kim, or Kim and Lim, either way you want to look at it. Um, is this a direction of focus for Mr. Hansen tonight? It is. It's a similar profile here. It's a theme, I guess. We like, or I like the pitcher for the road team and the batters. You okay. had the first game. I had the second game. In this third one, I, I don't like them quite as much as KT, but I, I do really like Lim here. As I okay. kind of played with the numbers and uh, mixed them up and uh, sorted them out, he's had two good starts against SK this year. And the final number that I really liked is his strikeout rate. 42 strikeouts in only 40 and a third. He's 8,200 on DraftKings. He's facing SK, one of the worst teams in the league. So I uh, I like the idea of, of playing him with those uh, the strikeout upside and getting lower ownership compared to some of these other studs that are right in the same price range for the pitchers on DraftKings. So I'm going to have a lot of limb, and I'll have some of the LG bats. Um, Kim for SK, it's just a small sample size. He has a bad ERA, but he's only had one start, and that was a four-inning outing where he only gave up one earned run, four hits, 56 pitches. So he just... He's been more in the bullpen, and he got hit around there, but he was fine in his last start. So I'm not going to jump all over him, but uh, I like a couple of these lefties for LG. C. Lee is back in the groove at 3,500. He went three for three yesterday. Uh, Ramos is a little bit slumping, so I won't get as much a exposure. A lot slumping. A lot yeah. slumping. So, uh, um, you know, a little bit of exposure to him. Same with H. Kim. And then I want to I want to mention Ho Yoon Kim. Um, you know, this is where we get the edge, where we're really tracking these lineups every day and watching them. This is a a lefty with a nice swing. He's 2,600. 
Yesterday he was in the lineup. He went two for three. So there's a guy to pivot to as a value play in the outfield, lower ownership uh, in, a, in a nice matchup. All right, man. I You know what? The, the good thing is we can agree to disagree on games and have different builds and still find ways to win. Yep. Specifically, you know, if you're playing more on DraftKings or I'm playing more on FanDuel, there's there's completely different builds. But I have two edges on tonight's card that I think are going to make a difference for me. And I think that's going to make me very contrarian and have a chance to take some stuff down. And uh, I'm go I'm stacking against Lim. I do not like him at all. I I saw him pitch a little bit. I don't I don't think he's got good stuff. I know he only gave up one earned run against Hanwha last time out, and he can strike some guys out. But my problem with him is, you know, he's given up a decent amount of long balls, four long balls in the last three games. Uh, also, you know, 12, 13, 14 runs in the last four games. Uh, ERA and WHIP is not strong. He does not have a historically good record in the league. And I just, I feel like this, you know, SK, as bad as they are, the price is right. And I am going to, I'm saying it on record, I'm going with three SK bats in my DraftKings lineup. And again, you know, it's it's the bill that makes it work. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, they're just, they're, they're cheaper than they should be. Now, on FanDuel, I think Jay Cha and Jamie Roma, Romack are both solid sticks. I think they get some hits. I think they can be put on both lineups. And I also like uh, on uh, DraftKings, uh, I really like their their leadoff hitter, K. Kim. Since he got called up from the minors, he's done a really solid job, yep. uh, around eight points per game. And, you know, Jamie Romack has quietly been pretty decent. He's getting closer to 10 fantasy points uh, per game. He's just on such a bad team. Uh, you know, he hasn't done as well. But, you know, I've used Jay Chuff from SK all year. You know, people fade him because he's 5,100 on DraftKings because he plays for SK. But I'm telling you, he gets a lot of extra base hits. He can take, you know, take the ball deep. So, you know, this is my big differentiator game for me. I'm, uh, I don't like either pitcher in this matchup, but I, I'm going to use some SK bats to try to, to uh, get me that contrarian look with one fade that I have later. I think it's going to be, you know, if my guys do play up to ability, I think I'm going to be in a solo position, uh, you know, with my final build. Well, it's a, it's a creative angle. It certainly could work, and I'm going to give you one stat that I think you'll like. It's the one weakness here in this plan that I have to play him, and it's that righties hit 320 against him. Right. It's right. backwards. Lefties only hit 194. Yeah. So those those big bats in the middle of the lineup that you mentioned, Jay Cha, uh, John, John Cha, and Romack, yeah. you know, if they take advantage of that, then uh, he's going to be in trouble. Yeah, and that was my final point. So you, you, we're all, we are on the same page. I think that that'll be the key factor is when people do uh, play those guys, it's usually against a left-handed pitcher. That's right. my was going to be my final point. So I think they'll even be less owned. But the real, the reality of it is, is exactly what you said. They hit right-handed pitching better. Both of them do. So I just, I love, the, I love the contrarian aspect of it and the potential there. Uh, you know, 
maybe some listeners are out there saying, you know, coach has gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because I've got five Hanwha and SK guys in my lineup today. But, you know, they're pros. They're out there. They've combined for 26 wins this year, which (laughs) is really, really sad. But that doesn't mean that some guys in the top of the order can't hit a little bit. So, Anyway, that was one of my my biggest piece of news. I figured it would make you fall off your chair a little bit there, but uh, but that's where we go. So let's let's dive into Game Four. Obviously, the feature game. You got the two best teams, two really good pitchers, great matchup. Uh, it's the NC Dinos 31 and 14 at the Doosan Bears, who are now 28 and 18. Uh, my bookie sees that game as Doosan minus 119. Dinos minus 111, so it's a toss-up, and it's nine and a half, uh, right in the middle. So you don't know, you know, is it going to be a high scoring? They've had ten and a half the last two nights that they've played, so this is a little bit more respect for these two pitchers. So uh, I'll just give you one, my one piece of information from this game uh, that matters because it's the only spot that I'm going, and I'll tell you why that is. I think the guy that is most likely to let owners down tonight as a highly owned pitcher is Drew Rosinski. I'm not on Drew tonight. I think that, you know, I understand he's a good pitcher. He's five and one with a two, six, eight, but he's facing a tough team here. And he, he hasn't been shutting guys down like he did before last three games, seven hits, three earned four hits, three earned, uh, three hits, three earned. And, you know, he's striking out some guys, but he's also starting to have control difficulty. Six walks in the last three games. And, you know, this Dinos team is a team that, uh, you know, if if you're not uh, on your game, you know, they, they can they can definitely get you. Uh, I'm sorry, Deuce on. So uh, did I say the wrong team here? Let me make sure I have that right. I'm switching back. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So for me, I think Dusan will make you pay if you're not, you know, on target there. I, I respect uh, Flexen. I like him. I think that he is primed at a three and one with a 3.26 uh, to do uh, have a better game against the Dinos. You know, I, let me tell you this. Dinos are 31 and 14. I get it. But I, I'm really not terrified of their lineup. I just, I don't, I, they're winning with a lot of pitching and some good bullpen work, good defense. They're, they're finding ways to win, but I just don't, their, their lineup doesn't overwhelm me. Like I'm more afraid of sometimes the key womb bats or when, you know, uh, Lote's hot. It's, and, and that's the point I wanted to make here. I just, you know, Minwoo Park's okay, H. Quan. Then you've got, of course, you've got Na, who's terrific, maybe the best player in the league. But Yang has been very inconsistent. And then I want to mention these guys because they just don't knock my socks off. Kang, yes, but no Park, Altier, and S. Kim. So I know that it's a, a deep lineup with Altier at the bottom that helps. But I ju- it just doesn't strike the fear of God in me like some of these lineups do. I think Flexen's control is going to help him. I think Dusan wants to win this game and not fall four full games behind the Dinos. And uh, I think Rosinski is slightly trending downward uh, enough that I think he'll be highly owned, but 
but I lean towards flexing. I do as well. Uh, and he owned them when they Correct. faced off earlier. Exactly. Eight, eight innings, one earned run, 10 strikeouts. 10 Ks against the Dinos. Exactly. You know, but Yang hit a solo home run against him. Nobody else did anything other than Kong hitting one hit. Yep. Uh, so they all really struggled. Uh, I, I certainly prefer Flexen tonight. If I'm going to play one Dinos bat, it's actually going to be H. Quan, just because he'll be in the two hole at only 2,600 on DraftKings with yeah. uh, Myungi Lee out with injury. So that's the one one off I might look at a little bit. But I am much more interested in some Doosan bats, one offs here and there. Uh, you know, lefties are hitting 266 against Ruzinski, three home yeah. runs. JELO is one of the guys who went deep against him this year when they faced off earlier. And then the prices on Doosan are all cheap today on DraftKings. Yeah. They took a significant bump down because of this matchup. Fernandez is only 5,500. Yes. Insanely low for him. Jay Juan Kim only 4,900. Um, so I even nice. like Jay Ho Kim, the shortstop. I think yeah. he's a value play at 2,600. Yes. And he's the other guy who hit a home run against Ruzinski in exactly. the first matchup. So yeah. uh, I like one or two bats here from Doosan. Uh, the one other thing I'll say on on the Dinos, I, they they gave this stat on ESPN recently, one through eight in their lineup, they all are above average on base percentage compared to the league. So it's just it's just a very steady lineup that if you're not on your game, anybody can can uh, nip you. So I think they're steady, just yeah. not explosive. You know, it's just that's just the sense I get for a team with that kind of record. You think they would just be you know, mowing people down offensively. But no, I, you know, I get it. I think they, they have had a lot of games against the SKs and Hanwas and the, you know, those teams too, throughout to build up that record. You know, the guys that I'm stacking today. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you know, I think their record may be a little bit better than the, the team actually is. I think, uh, I think there's, it's very tight between them and Doosan. And there's a couple other teams I think will make a run as well. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. That is, and I don't think that's going to be, I think that'll be somewhat contrarian. I think Rosinski will be higher owned than Flexen. And, uh, you know, just another reason to, uh, you know, be different there. And he's all, he's $900 cheaper as well, which doesn't hurt. So uh, on, on uh, DraftKings. All right. We have game five, man. Uh, Sam Samsung Lions 24 and 23. The Lotte Giants 21 and 23. Uh, my bookie AG has Lotte minus 156. And this is the other big number 10 and a half over under game. So what do you have here, sir? I think minus 156 is a little bit high for Lotte. I like Samsung a little bit better here. Because, okay. of the ma- because of the matchup for their left-handed bats, Si Wong Park, the pitcher for Lotte, uh, he struggles against lefties. They hit 338 against him. Okay. Um, and we've got – we may have lefties hitting 2, 3, and 4 for Samsung. Uh, everybody knows all about Jawook Ku batting yeah. third. Hak Ju Lee batting fourth. He's been really trending in the right direction. Ku had a game the other day with four hits. One other guy I want to mention, though, the two-hitter, Hyman Park, 2,800 in the outfield on DraftKings. Kind of under the radar, but this this year he's he's hitting 280, 
four home runs, 14 RBI. So I like the idea of getting a couple of those Samsung lefties in the lineup. And I'm going to mostly stay away from the matchup on the other side. Uh, Daewoo Kim is just sort of a middle-of-the-road guy, doesn't strike many people out, but he's he also has this uh, this ceiling, so to speak, where he only gives up three earned runs or, or less or fewer. So he hasn't been a guy that you can really stack against. So I'm not, I'm not that excited about the Lotte bats tonight. So for me, it's really just a couple of the Samsung bats, and that's it. Well, if I could replay what you just said, I would, because that's exactly how I feel. I I think Samsung's slowly now over 500, 24 and 23. They're starting to bunch some hits together. They're not a bad squad at all. And, um, you know, I like the Samsung pitcher a little bit, but not enough to roster him, but enough to avoid bats against him. So I'm right on the same page. And, you know, I like a one-off here of either Park, Koo, or Lee, the three lefties in the middle of that Samsung lineup. I'm exactly on base with you but that's going to be my least owned game i think because it's a little bit more unpredictable in my opinion than the outcome so we yeah so we differ early and we agree late that might be a great combination uh and again you know with posting uh you know a player pool on DraftKings that pretty much encompasses uh yours and and my plays it, it you know it gives enough options for our uh, you know, members to make a few pivots to which guy they like, you know, whoever won the argument during the podcast between you and I, they get to choose. Right. And, uh, but, you know, and then the Fandle lineup as well is, you know, I, I certainly take Andrew and Shane's information to heart when I, when I build those as well. So that is it, my man. I think we've got it. I think uh, I want to thank our, our two sponsors, my bookie and TVG um also want to mention uh mamba on 3.org m-a-m-b-a-o-n-t-h-r-e-e.org that is our choice for all of us so thank you very much for joining us great show today mr hansen and we are off tomorrow we'll be back monday when we look to crush it again in dfs <laughs>